Welcome to this new chapter of Spanish Loops. Hiding behind one of the microphones is Jorge from Madrid. And hiding from the other side of the microphone, we have Francisco Glaria talking from Pamplona. Welcome, Welcome to Spanish, Spanish Loops. Loops. Hi, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are in the world. Hola. Jorge, how are you doing? Hello, Francisco. I'm doing great. I'm just, uh, you know, um, happy because we're going to talk about the happy event that is coming on very, very soon. To, and it's, uh, that happens uh, in many places, but uh, we have our version here in Spain as well. And guess what I'm talking about? Well, it's February. Probably it has to do something with Carnaval, Carnaval. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who doesn't know the carnivals of uh, Rio de Janeiro? Uh, and also the carnivals of uh, Venice in Italy. But Francisco, um, let's start from the beginning. Uh, give us a clue about what's uh, the idea or the very first steps of the carnivals. Well, carnival, what is carnival? Today, carnival, we celebrated 40 days before Holy Thursday, which is a Christian celebration. But this type of celebrations come from way before. There were celebrations similar to Carnival, dedicated to Bacchus, okay, the Roman god, the god of wine and chaos. Okay? Once Christianity arrived, what we celebrate is the day before Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of the Lent. It's 40 days before Jesus Christ dies. The number 40 is a very recurrent number in the Bible. You have to think about the 40 days of the universal flood, the 40 days that Jesus Christ took before in the desert, before his public life. So number 40, it's repeated constantly at the Bible. These 40 days, the Lent, is a moment of sorrow, penitence. The color of Christianity turns into purple, okay? The day before Ash Wednesday, a fat Tuesday, it is the day to let go. It is the day to celebrate happiness. It's the day to be wild and free. So it is actually 40 days before Palm Sunday. Exactly. Yeah, and depending on the, when the Palm Sunday is uh, celebrated, uh, whatever year it is, it could be moved in between early February and early March. And that's uh, when Carnival is, is held. Everywhere around the world, we do celebrate Ash. I mean, in Christian world, we do celebrate Ash Wednesday. We celebrate almost everywhere what is called Fat Tuesday. But the thing is that here in Spain, there are some very, very important carnivals. And I say has this carnival part has nothing to do with religion. It's more about fun, excess. It's about celebration. Jorge, which ones are the most important carnivals in Spain? 
Well, uh, there are several. It, it depends where you go, and many of them have been declared of cultural interest uh, because they celebrate local traditions. Also, they have become pagan uh, traditions as well. But the most well-known in the Iberian Peninsula is in the city of Cadiz, which is the oldest city in Europe, founded by the Phoenicians. It's in the southwest of the Iberian Peninsula. I mean, uh, they arrived to Cadiz, the carnivals, I mean, they arrived to Cadiz uh, sometime in the 16th century. According to some historians, you know, this festival was uh, very much influenced by the Venice Carnival due to the fact that, uh, you know, the movement towards the Mediterranean by the Turks, many of the merchants of the Italian nationality came to the West and Cadiz was the right place to establish commercial negotiations. The Carnival of Cadiz is proclaimed and recognized as an international tourist event, being in Andalusia one of the most popular festivals that, uh, you know, is uh, known as uh, from the Silver Cup. Uh, that is the, how the region is called. And Francisco, the Silver Cup means... La Tacita de Plata. La Tacita de Plata, the little cup of silver. And that's how Cadiz is known as La Tacita de Plata. So, Jorge... What is so peculiar of the carnivals in Cadiz? Good question, Francisco. And um, those 11 days uh, in Cadiz, they are the most awaited in that region in Southern Europe. And it is a party that is celebrated in the streets, uh, which are filled with costumes and originally is one of its hallmarks. The costumes are aimed at making parodies of reality and the participants, they do make fun of political events, artists or other current characters. There is uh, several congregations, brotherhoods, uh, calling, you know, however you want to call them. But uh, when the carnival opens, many events are held through the city with the participants of uh, choirs, parades, uh, various concerts, uh, and also what they're called uh, illegal groups. And it's nothing against the law. I mean, it's called, it's that like a kind of slang among themselves. You know, illegal groups are those uh, spontaneous, that uh, group of people that they do improvise um, acts in the middle of the streets. Uh, and uh, with grace, they are the most loved by the public uh, who sing and dance in this rhythm in any corner. So just walking around, you can find like a group of people that they probably haven't seen each other before uh, that moment. And they start just uh, uh, singing and uh, dancing together just for the sake that they are dressed in costumes. And uh, well, that is uh, the one in, um, in mainland Spain. But there is another one, which is in the Canary Islands, which is in the two big ones in Tenerife and Gran Canaria. Las Palmas de Gran Canaria. And the peculiarity about uh, this uh, carnival held in the Canary Islands is that uh, the Canary Islands is, you know, uh, part of Spain, uh, Spanish, Spanish territory overseas, one of the 17 regions that uh, compounds the entire country. Compared to the United States of America, the Canary Islands to Europe is like Hawaii because uh, good weather is almost guaranteed most of the year around. And in February, when it's cold in Central Europe and also here in uh, the Iberian Peninsula, you know, within a couple of hours and a half, you are in one of those cities where the carnivals are, you have the beach and you have the fun at the same time. That is uh, more 
um, let's say kind of like, uh, you know, with all the feathers, all those big fancy dresses. And uh, also there is a carnival for the queen, you know, the gay uh, carnival as well for the queen of, uh, of the carnival, but uh, not the queen as a woman, uh, but also the queen as a the the, the gay parade yeah yeah that's right <laughs> and uh, it's kind of famous all over Europe so that is more like uh, you know Rio de Janeiro type or Brazilian uh, carnival what about in the Basque country because I know that you have also good traditions over there about carnivals wow. uh, yes we do have huge carnival celebrations in here nothing compared to the ones that you have talked I mean Cariz is all about fun and people singing and great things the canary islands is all about feathers and sequences here in the north in the basque country as the basque culture it's an ancestral culture we celebrate carnival before christianity it was not carnival what we celebrate it's the end of the winter and the beginning of the spring here Once Christianity arrived, we made them work together. But before, there was this huge celebration of nature, okay? And the awakening of nature. So the carnivals here, what they represent, the beginning of the carnival, it is called Havaldunax, which are these mythological creatures that they have on their backs the skin of a goat and two huge... Uh, goat bells and they go walking from one village to another village through the mountains making super super loud noises what for well to wake up mother nature Mother Nature has been resting all winter long and now it's her moment to wake up. So the Haldunaks, what they do is they go from one village to the next one, waking Mother Nature. Then we have the parades of uh, people dressed up and on and on and on, but the core of it is waking up Mama Nature. What is that name, that weird name that you said earlier? Haldunaks. How should we spell that? J-U-A-L-D-U-N-A-K. Alrighty. Quite simple. Very simple, yeah, and very easy and quick to say. And uh, tell me, Francisco, that uh, celebration of uh, waking up Mother Nature, just by any chance, has got any coincidence in date with the carnival uh, held all over the world in that in those uh, dates? Yes, today Carnival, it is dated, let's put it this way, uh, as we said at the beginning, for Catholicism. The Basque culture, it is pre-Catholic, so it was celebrated before, uh, and once Christianity arrived into here by the 4th century, the liturgy started, and by the 9th century, they moved it to the day before Ash Wednesday. Although it's mythological, Today, it has a Catholic basis. Was that allowed to be celebrated while uh, Franco was uh, in power? Oh, no. <laughs> Franco abolished anything that had to be Basque. So even that, it was forbidden. Obviously, 
people would do it hidden in the streets and in the forest because it's a tradition and you need to wake up Mother Nature. So she starts warming up the ground because we're going to need to plant seeds. So as a tradition, people would do it, but not as public as it's today. Okay. So, and you know also that uh, carnival was not allowed when Franco was alive uh, here. And it wasn't allowed until a few years later. You know, it, it was part of a of the thing, the post-Franco uh, times. But anyway, now it's, uh, it's a happy celebration. As you said, it's being uh, kind of related a little bit with Christianity and has become a, like a pagan uh, kind of celebration as well. So talking about the carnivals in the Basque country, that is uh, a tradition, ancestral tradition that he has uh, come part of the culture uh, with the years has gone by. You know, even in a small country like Spain, um, what a difference between the north and the, and the south. Um, Francisco, you know, you have any ideas about the, the one that I mentioned earlier uh, from Cadiz? You know the, the, how they are formed, uh, the, the groups of those neighborhoods that I told you earlier uh, regarding uh, how to have fun and uh, the, the, the way they organize themselves? I have no idea. Well, I have to tell you, uh, okay, I'm going to say the name first in, uh, you know, as they are, Chirigotas, C-H-I-R-I-G-O-T-A-S, Chirigotas, then they have the choirs, they have the comparsas, which is another kind of a group, and then they have the quartets, okay, so the Chirigotas, these groups uh, go through a jury evaluation, and it's on their shoulders that they rank the best. The end of the carnivals takes place with the launch of fireworks at the beach of La Caleta in Cadiz. This event is also called as a Sunday, Peñata. Then we have the choirs. The choirs, they appear from the first Sunday of carnival in their raft of the traditional carousels. And uh, always in the market is where there's been their natural setting, although they now are moved to uh, some other places. Uh, the comparsas, comparsas that combine the feeling with the best voices. For a few years, it has become the star group of the contest and uh, one of the preferred by generations of fans. And then we have the Chirigotas. They are the queens of grace, the exponents of the most uh, Southern humor. There are several and different styles between the classic and the vintage and the most modern. And then the quartets. The quartet is a group formed by four or maybe five members. In their repertoire, they carry a poopery, couples, and parodies, where they personify a current story, you know, probably a satiric story about any political events or anything that could be happening in those days. Those groups only use sticks as the instruments to perform their repertoires. So imagine, just with sticks, that you can make a music and just follow the rhythm. So it's kind of loads of fun. Have you ever been in one of those, uh, Francisco, in Cadiz? I have never been to the, fest the, to the carnivals in Cadiz, but I have oh. watched them on television. The thing is that if you are not from Andalusia, uh, it's kind of difficult to follow them because the way they sing and that very special sense of humor that they have, the words that they say, it's not that easy to understand. Really, it's about something that is right in, in the moment. So you have to be very updated with general culture in Spain, what's going on in Spain, especially in Andalusia. And the sense of humor, it is so thin, so well thought that what they say, every word has a meaning, every movement of their hands has a meaning. So you really have to be very alert 
when you see the Chirigotas and when you see all of these groups of people singing. Uh, to me, although I'm Spanish and I speak Spanish, I have to concentrate so hard to try to understand all the jokes that they're making. And not all the times I get them. You know, I am from Malaga, Francisco, and everybody knows that uh, by now. And uh, I've lost my southern accents with the years I've been living in Madrid. But uh, for some reason, every time I go to Andalusia, my brain clicks to the chip of the Andalusian uh, accent, right? And uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, you have to be very, very aware in every sentence that they say. And even for me, uh, especially from that area, although Malaga is a neighbor province of uh, Cadiz, you know, the borders, they are together. And we share lots of expressions and uh, body language, as you mentioned as well. But uh, sometimes even for me, it's kind of, what did you say? What did they say? What, 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 what this means, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, yeah, you have to be very, very alert. But if you get the whole joke, you can have the time of your life. <laughs> it is the funniest thing that yeah. happens. And it's yeah. broadcasted in Spain live, so you can watch it. You can watch it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. But right. you really need to be good with the Spanish language. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, my friends uh, and uh, Francisco, uh, I think we have uh, said enough today about uh, the carnivals, right? It's time and, to go uh, celebrate. Yeah, that's right. So thank you very much, everybody. Francisco, muchas gracias. Jorge, it's been a great pleasure learning about uh, all the carnivals around Spain. Hopefully, everybody has enjoyed it. Adios. Bye-bye, amigos. Spanish Loops is a podcast done by Francisco Gloria and Jorge Roman. We hope you had fun listening. We will see you in our next chapter. <laughs>